0: This is Catalog and Cocktails. Presented by Data.World. We're lightning round presented by Data.World, the enterprise data catalog for the modern data stack. So I'm going to go first. Question one. Do you feel that it's important to approach all four pillars of data mesh simultaneously?
1: Or is that boiling yes. the vision? No, it's yes, but you don't have to wait for a perfection in any of them. You you. It's, uh, it, uh, consider like a like a scale, right? Uh, uh, the oldies can see it in their cars. You know, you had a volume button up and down or horizontal, or we see a task bar like a volume bar. You don't have to be perfect, but you need to move it a little bit on all four. Uh, one will unfortunately will have limited success.
2: Mm-hmm. So so maybe to use some product parlance, all of them are acceptance criteria. All of them are requirements, but you can do minimum viable of each of them.
1: Uh, Yes, or you may just come up with, hey, let's just agree. We will need a name of a data product and the description, what it's doing. All good. Let's define the next term next month. (laughs) Why? Why why, why waste more time? Uh,
2: I love it. Straight to the point. I love it. Um, Second question. You talked about FAIR principles. You talked about, uh, you mentioned our data ABCs, the data product ABCs. Um, Do you think that these principles are something that management should mandate? It should be company policy.
1: So sticking true with the data mesh principles, the federated computational governance, that federation of the people that you are working with, in the beginning, that crazy bunch, let them decide. Why Why impose anything on them? They are, they are selling their product. Uh, if they have agreed to take ownership, I'm pretty sure they will stick to a lot of principles, not just these four, or five things. They will agree. If they have the right-minded architecture there, they might even agree, like I insisted on having a proper data modeling architecture, like Data Vault that we are using for the data sets, which where you can apply a Data Vault model, uh, not to boil the ocean, right? So. Why not let them decide? Uh,
0: That was a good one. I like that. Mm -hmm. Third question. Do you believe companies should hire data product managers or just adopt the product mindset?
1: Oh, it depends, right? Uh, Do you have a crazy punch? You have that crazy person, that person who is trying to show, yes, I will make it work. Uh, Is the team willing to learn? You can invest on some nice product thinking. Uh, I love the work from Silicon Valley Product Group. Big fan of what Marty Kagan and team have done with Empowered and with with Inspired and now with the book Loved, for example. Uh, You want to learn discovery, go and learn from Teresa. Oh, amazing stuff, right? Uh, You want to learn about OKRs. There's so much available. You can learn from reading a book, Radical Focus or things like that. All of this content is available also in different blogs and shapes and formats. There is no limit to it. But that mindset is key. Whether you bring an external person to do it, uh, as, but that person needs to be taking that ownership, or best do it in-house. It will set even further good examples, some positive waves of what is possible.
2: Yeah, I, I love that answer. Uh, I've lately been telling folks like, if you need to hire people, hire people. If, you, if people have the potential, then let them wear the hat, right? Yeah. Um, love that. Um, so last, uh, last, the lightning round question for you. If data mesh was never invented, you know, Jamak never did her, her seminal blog post here. Would you have still implemented something like data mesh at Roche? Or was knowing it, naming it, and recognizing it important?
1: That's a great question. I, I don't think that would have such a structured thinking But it would have been some of a mixed form of what we have learned from implementing data lakes, what we have learned from implementing data warehouses, and what the next evolution could look like. We might have come up with a mixed approach. We might have come up with some kind of a lake house, as it's called sometimes. Uh, We might have come up with uh, something completely different. Um, Yeah, it's quite possible that one of those combinations could have been taken. But uh, I would have definitely ins- insisted on avoiding, let's not build yet another enterprise lake. Let's not build another enterprise data warehouse. We have had limited success. So if we want to really go take the next step, let's think differently. Let's think again. Wow.
0: In, it's, I, I think we'll, at some point we are acknowledging, data mesh aside, that um, we are insane keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That is um, one of my favorite things. And also, I mean, we don't know history, right? So we're reinventing the wheel a lot of the time too. So, all right, we're going off to our mesh minute, which is just going to, we've been asking a lot of people, you got one minute to rant pontificate about data mesh. We have done it already for 53 minutes, but here's your one minute. Like you go for anything. Freestyle. Freestyle. One minute.
1: All right. So I highly encourage people to explore it if it fits your organization culture. Find that crazy bunch, take that bold step. Yes, you can do it. Don't, don't, uh, you know, don't stick with the norms and and in the comfort zone, right? Go out and unleash the potential of the data. That's all it's all about. It's all about reusability. Uh, Don't take mindset for granted. It's not. Not everybody is willing to do that. So find the right people. If the people willingness is there, which is important, help them, train them, and reap the benefits. It's all about business outcomes. Deliver those outcomes. So go for it. Thank you
0: so much. That was, that was, uh, you, you have today given everybody who's listening a roadmap Based on those pillars, so it's a very structured framework here to go through it, very practical one, and very important. We did not talk about technology, and 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 we should do. We should be. I'd be interested. Right? Can, can you do this on Snowflake? Yes, you can. Can you do it with a virtualization? Yes, you can. Uh, but then we get into like the. I mean, honestly, I like. I'm not that, even that interested in those conversations anymore. I think this is the. This is this is the game changing part. Deciding which technology to go use, uh, I don't know. I, that personally, for me, I think we will, th- 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 this is the change, right? This is what's getting me out of insanity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a uh, that's a topic for another one hour. It it will play an important role. I don't want to de-emphasize this, but without what we discussed today, there is no point talking about technology. No point, none. It's not going right. to help you.
0: So we will, at, at Snowflake, we'll probably do an impromptu cataloging <laughs> session with you and we'll talk about technology. And, and, part two. Stuff, and part two. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, T, T, T Tim, take us away with takeaways.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Omar, amazing conversation today. Um, I think uh, some key takeaways that I got, and then I'll pass it to, to Juan, uh, is that, uh, you know, you came upon the idea of data mesh uh, at first, a little skeptical, but as you learned more, you really uh, came to really like and appreciate that framework. And then I had the opportunity to really collaborate with your And those articles came out in, you know, 2019 and then 2020 was the second article. And the first journey was really a step of the journey was really realizing that, uh, you know, doing the same thing over and over is the definition uh, and expecting different results is the definition of insanity, right? And the data, data mesh and in general, looking for a new way forward was the right step, being open to exploring that idea and recognizing that there were problems and this can be a solution to those problems. So I think recognizing the problem is really key here. And I think a lot of folks um, are trying to get their organization to recognize the problem and, and, and be an evangelist for that. Uh, And when you talked about your definition for data mesh, um, you very importantly mentioned that it is a paradigm shift. It is social and technical. It is all four pillars of data mesh, right? Uh, And uh, that you shouldn't talk about it as architecture. And I couldn't agree more with that because I think that when you say architecture or you say uh, a solution or things like that, that really start to lean more towards that it's a technology solution. um, People jump to technology. They assume, oh, I need to invest in, oh, I'll buy a catalog and it'll just solve it. Or I'll buy a virtualization solution and it'll just solve it. right? And that is not the truth. Um, But I think towards the end of your lightning round there, or your data measurement, you made an important comment, it's not that you can only solve it with people in process, it's that these three things need to work together, technology, people in process, working together in concert, Um, and that is is so, so important. and then you talked about domains and the importance of, of, of being domain driven. It's not necessarily about your org chart, right? But you can start from there, that's fine, right? Do what makes sense for you. Find the right leaders in your organization you want to take risks in those different domains and treat data as a product, right? Which is really important to me as, as head of product over at data.world. Um, I, I love uh, product management and I'm so glad that the best practices of product management are being applied elsewhere You said that sort of product ownership is the heart of data mesh structuring around domains and building those domain products is the soul. Um, and that there's no fixed formula, but if you think about like, Hey, what's the right thing for me in terms of the size of the team, in terms of decentralization and centralization, you can figure out the right thing. Um, so, so much good there. Juan, what about you? What were your takeaways?
0: Yeah. So, so I'm looking at the federated computational governance. You said, it's a way to go nuts in an organized manner. That was that was key. I love that. And and, and, and you, we need to have agree on what the minimal things are about a data product. And even in your lightning round, you're saying like, I mean, just let those crazy bunch of folks come up with it, right? There's some examples like there's fair, right? There's our data product ABCs. Uh, it, what is missing here is like describe the how you go do that, right? It's like what is findable? Put it in the catalog. Well, how okay? How do I do that manually, automatically, or the tools? Like this is when you, This is what this is more of the information we need to have. The computational part, right? I mean, we need to understand how is that going to be enforced, right? You can't expect that things are going to go work in a calendar if it's all have to be manual. Uh, Computationally is what's going to enable us to understand, uh, trace how the data product is created, the data lineage. Uh, And this automation is where the technology comes into play. So technology definitely plays a very crucial role in here because it's going to be the basis of of automating this stuff. And and, and the computational part of of the federated governance is what is going to be an enabler of that um and then yeah i think technology we will need it but it is not the first thing it is an enabler in here uh culture needs to be decentralized if you're a centralized culture data mesh is probably not going to work for you uh and then this whole last part that we talked about the acceleration workshop like this is this is a gold mine of, of 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 very specifically what to go do, right? We talked about it. You can do it in four four sessions, four weeks or whatever, but get your stakeholders together, get the people on the same page on that domain. What are their business objectives, right? Uh, how are they gonna deliver them? How are they gonna get measured for them? Like. OKRs for this stuff, right? And then just like you do OKRs for your business, like how are the what ideas you have to go achieve them? It's fine if you don't know those are going to go work, but that's part of it. Let's go start describing them. Then we get into one level deeper, right? Every time you go deeper and deeper, right? Uh, then people are going to realize, well, out of all those ideas, these are the most practical ones. Here are the use cases. By the way, these are the things that are keeping me up at night. And the folks in those domains, they actually know how, what, and how to prioritize and realize we should focus on use case two and four because that's going to enable then five, seven, eight, and ten, right? Um, then we realize who is going to go do what, right? Talk to those users, which is going to help us to figure out the requirements and figure out what the sources of data is. We don't need to get into the details of what are the tables and columns yet, but at that point, we're going this at, like, at this big vertical slice or what I was calling that that iron thread. And again, this is a cycle that goes in through, right? Um, and find the pain points, right? There's gonna be gaps in the entire process, right? I don't have access to the data or so forth, go identify those things. Whew, that was a lot. How did we do?
1: Awesome. We talked about minds, we talked, we did not talk about the body, where the heart and soul will live. But we did touch all of four of them. Fantastic. Loved it.
0: Well, Omar, let me throw it back to you quickly. Three questions, we're gonna do this time. What's your advice about data and life? Whatever you want, broad and purpose. Second, who should we invite next or what area or whatever? And third is, what are your resources that you work? Rec- what are you reading? What are the books? What are the conferences you're going to? What is? What are the resources that, if you're gonna share that with everybody who's listening?
1: Okay, advice on life. Uh, try to be simple. It's not easy, but uh, it's simple to be happy and it's very difficult to be simple. I live with that principle um, about invite invitation. I would love to hear fellow practitioner. I'm not, I, I or my team cannot be the only ones. So I want other, I would encourage people to come speak, uh, share their experience. It's a community effort. Uh, data mesh learning community is one of the best I've seen out there. Uh, Scott and team's doing an amazing job. I love the passion you're bringing in. Uh, what am I reading? Uh, um, I'm just about to finish uh, uh, the remaining chapters of Inspired, which have been pending for a long time. Uh, thanks to you, Juan, my knowledge graph book is here. So I, I'm going to read that afterwards. <laughs> That's on the list. Uh, and uh, I, I love uh, that, that COVID has made me read books once again, but I'm a big reader of a lot of blogs on Medium, for example. Uh, I uh, read a lot of articles being published uh, on things like TowardsDataScience.com, uh, big fan of learning online with LinkedIn Learning, Coursera's data camps of this world. There is so much to do. There is no limit anymore. You know, it's like a you can, there is borderless learning that anyone can do these days. It's amazing. So uh, it's, uh, it's up to you. Just Google it and you will find what you have to do and there, is, there are resources. Thank you so much for this. And we'll, we'll, we'll
0: get all the links and stuff that you're doing so we can share with everybody. Um, Omar, thank you so much. This was a phenomenal conversation. We've learned so much because you're just so practical and you're honest and no BS about this stuff. I truly appreciate it. Uh, looking forward uh, to meeting you in person a couple of weeks at Snowflake. And anybody who's listening, go to Snowflake, please find us. And just very quickly, next week, we actually have Brett Hurt. Who is the CEO of Data World uh, and and? Continuing continuing our, it's, even though he's a CEO of data World, we're going to be talking a lot about data entrepreneurship. He released a new book about entrepreneurship and talk about the cultures of kind of what it means to be a, a, a B Corp, a public benefit corporation in the data space. So I think that'll be a fun conversation next week. And uh, with that, we want to always thank Data.World, the Enterprise Data Catalog for the Modern Data Stack for supporting us on Catalog and Cocktails. We get to do this every Wednesday, have amazing guests, amazing conversations. And Omar, thanks to you.